we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for November 8th, 2015. Okay, so the first current event we'll be covering is a report entitled The UN Planning Court to Judge the United States for Climate Justice. But I really should say the UN Planning a Court, um, like a court system, to judge the U.S. for climate justice. Stealth agenda to issue rulings on debt, finance, and tech transfers. At the upcoming United Nations Climate Summit in Paris, participating nations have prepared a treaty that would create an international tribunal of climate justice. That's the actual name. Giving third world countries the power to haul the U.S. into global court with enforcement powers. Congress would be bypassed, left out in the cold by this climate deal, critics say. I mean, this is total insanity. Policies once left to soaring sovereign nations could be turned over to the UN body if the US and its allies approve the proposed deal in Paris during the summit scheduled for November 30th um, through December 11th. So evidently that's going on right now. Um, According to the proposed draft text for the climate treaty, the tribunal would, would take up issues such as climate justice, climate finance, technology transfers, and climate debt. What all of this boils down to is totally taking away um, all of our rights and taxing us into oblivion to create this ultra, ultra rich, ultra elite class and to create an ultra, ultra poor class. Think Hunger Games, think a lot of third world countries. Um, I, I watched a brief documentary the other night about, oh, was it, oh, some big com- country in India, or uh, city, and oh, the disparity, the slums there, which just were vast. I mean, and they went in there, and you cannot believe how people live in this world. You cannot believe, if you're my average listener, how good you have got it. Even if you can't make the rent, it could be worse. And I'm not saying that because I'm condemning anybody. I'm just saying, man, we have no idea how bad it could be. The way some people live on this planet. And I mean, not just some. I'm talking millions and millions and millions of people. The squalor they live in and the filth and the raw sewage everywhere and literally no place to even sleep, no food, no, basically no money. The only thing that these people were living off was all of, and they came to this conclusion in the documentary that everything that they were basically making their living off in these little sweatshops back there was all the garbage that had come from the city. They were trying to make like, Anything that recycling plastic or, or, or making like getting pieces of metal and, and metal punches and trying to make something out of them so that they could sell it and, and the pittance amount of, of money they would make. And literally they said that most of the people that work in these sweatshop factories, and these were just like, I'm not saying factories. This was, think of a room where you're in there wall to wall with people, like this one they were sewing stuff. And they're like, yeah, they, they, can't afford to rent anywhere so they literally live under their sewing machines when they're not sewing that's where they live they never basically leave there uh, other than maybe to go out and i mean the streets are just crowded and there's open sewage in the streets and it's it's stacked up and it's just filthy and disgusting and the stench is just unbelievable and it's literally like when they were going through these streets in in um india where they were at 
it reminded you of like Mad Max Road Warrior something like like the way that they lived. They had like foundries in there where you go one place would be sewing, one place would be up to their eyeballs and recyclables. And I mean, no room to move, no room to go anywhere, filth everywhere. I can't imagine the sickness and disease that must have been there. And this is just normal life. Then they contrast it with the billionaire, the richest guy in the city, who has literally made a um it's a 27 story house for himself. Three was it 300 people to man his house. It it looked like a big office building and it had all these different tiers and it was all different and they had swimming pools and in this guy it showed this the this house and the decadence and I'm thinking my lord how much good you know could that money do to help them the other people and then it showed this other guy who was a billionaire and he had you know umpteen yachts each one of them was like named after some James Bond show and all of these these like $250,000 cars one after another after another he takes the guy out for a ride in his Lamborghini his $250,000 Lamborghini and and they're they're literally driving around where you're overlooking the slums because these these palatial mansions that are literally built up in the middle of the city it's a weird place to have a house but i guess it's, if it's your status symbol and they're overlooking these miles of of and miles and miles of just solid slums and to think how seared your conscience would have to be with a hot iron to have no problem building a house overlooking this vast vast just swath millions of people in these slums the majority of people in the slums and and to have no and the the, the one they were like they were on top of the, the building on the slums because you can get no perspective in there because you can't see you're so crammed in everywhere they're, they're not even streets they're almost like little sidewalks you walk down in the middle and it's all everything's like covered and so you had to go above on the roof and then you look out and he's like yeah that building over there is a house and it has a swimming pool on top of it and then you can literally overlook the slums while you're in the lap of luxury there in the swimming pool with you know your your uh umbrella your cocktail with an umbrella in it and you know those little ones they have and oh it, it, but see that's what that's what satan would like to create worldwide what he'd like to create though is, is you know depopulation to 500 million according to new world order georgia guidestone guidelines first commandment of their new world order reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature um that's what they would like to create and this is a blueprint this city that they were going over literally i looked at him like this is a blueprint for the way satan would like it to be other than he would like to have greatly vastly reduced population because then he could view all of those people dying as sacrifices to him and you know so that's that that was just uh wow the way so many people live on this planet it is just so horrific whether it's persecution whether it's extreme poverty um yeah man i it, it's just it's it's really you, words can't describe it words cannot it's very 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 humbling to watch a show like that and to realize i mean and i'm sure most of my listeners even even though you know i don't have like this big you know rich listener base or whatever like like a lot of i, I don't think people that are rich would gravitate toward a toward a show like this most people 
I'm not saying there's not exceptions, but for the most part, I don't think that what I say is going to be pleasing to the ears of a rich man overall, how I present these programs. In, 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 and so I don't, um, I would say that my listeners are probably a lot more like me in, in that regard. And, it, you know, it may seem like that things are, are bad and, and, the, and that you're, you're having trouble in there, but man, oh man, it could be so much worse for the most part. I'm not saying I don't have listeners maybe in some of these places that live like that though. You know, and God bless them. And I don't want to make light of anybody's situation. It's just very, very humbling to see this when you see how these poor people live and that there's no compassion at all. You know, really, there's a, a, a lot of the poor are even they're it seems like they're seared as well it's like it's like there there's no compassion there there's no compassion for the rich to the poor there's no it's just it's terrible it's what happens when when jesus christ is absent from a population center there there is no and, and hinduism is is really famous for that too because um one of the tenets of hinduism is they believe basically whatever st- state or lot in life that you're in you deserve that you you know you did something bad in a former life and therefore you came back as a poor person and you you're getting whatever you deserve so there's no what that does is it breeds a a society where nobody has compassion on anybody you know because hey you deserve it whatever you you you, you were you were a terrible person in your former life. that's why you came back as this ultra ultra poor person because you're getting you're getting your payback now <laughs> it's insane that's how they live though anyway let's go further um so uh let's go further the un held a preparatory conference in september in bonn germany that drafted language to be approved at the upcoming paris climate summit at bonn the bond meeting the un brought together more than two thousand participants from governments observer organizations and the media but none of the media chose to report on the proposed new global tribunal the Paris Conference is mandated to adopt a protocol with legal force, which is to come into force in 2020. According to the, it's, I don't know, it's IISD report services. It says which, which tracks global sustainable development movement. Like many initiatives that come out of the UN, there has been a media blackout. Of course, have you heard anything about this on the media? No, I mean, not, especially not um, mainstream. There's been a media blackout on the coverage of the potential for a new world tribunal that would make binding decisions on a host of issues critical to the U.S. economy. I mean, (laughs) this, what I'm reporting on is most likely going to heavily, heavily affect all of our futures in a very extremely negative way um, if this is allowed to progress forward. And again, I think this is part of the new world order. This is part of the one world government. This whole global, all these global initiatives where they'll finally say, you know what, we, we just got so many problems. We need a, a weighted world savior to figure all this out for us. We need to basically dissolve our borders and maybe just have 10 regions and, and have that governed by this one, um, you know, antichrist figure and his false prophet. It's where it's all heading. <clears throat> Which is biblical to say that because that's what the Bible says. So uh, the, draft, the draft text has been available on the internet since October 20. For all to see. The only mentions 
one is likely to find with the search engines are alarms being sounded by critics and climate realists who reject the apocalyptic predictions and discredited pseudoscience. See here, 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 there's links, uh, again, of this whole global warming scam of the multi-billion dollar global warming lobby. And remember, look who's behind the global warming lobby. The most wicked, evil, demon-possessed vessels of Satan that are on the planet. So we're supposed to believe them? No, we know that's a lie because by virtue of who is behind it. Satan is firmly behind this to strip us of all of our rights and to tax us into oblivion. Um, current headlines for this week, and I put this in. Okay, These are just some current headlines you know, regarding this. NOAA, the National Oceanic whatever, the ones that, that uh, report on the weather, NOAA massively ramps up their temperature fraud ahead of the Paris summit, the Paris summit that we're talking about. So they're, they're cooking the books, they're making up the numbers, so that they can go in there with all their phony statistics saying that we're, you know, we're just everything. I mean, it's, everything's melting and, and we're all going to die and, and, you know, it's probably going to come next week if we don't do something, basically. Then the next, next report. How NASA fraudsters quadrupled the sea level rise. And it goes in there and it shows you how they're cooking the books. So you got NASA in it again. Noah in on it. You got all of these people that are getting college grants at all of these high-level Ivy League colleges that are in on. I've reported on that. It's all made-up lies. Then the next report, why the new NASA Antarctica study is devastating to climate alarmists. Why? Because unprecedented growth of Arctic ice continues. I thought that there was no North Pole or South Pole left. It was nothing. It, it, it shriveled up into, into nothing. It got so hot down there, all the penguins died and the polar bears because they, got, they all had heat strokes. You know? They had, to, they had to rent this big freezer down there just to stay in during the winter because it was so hot. You know, it was this big, gigantic penguin freezer. You didn't hear that? Oh, yeah. Obviously, I'm making all this up. But then again, that's all they do. So this is, <laughs> and again, I can't even go into this because there's too much to cover. But why the new NASA Antarctica study is devastating to climate alarmists. The, the honest studies are devastating. Okay. And there's unprecedented growth of Arctic ice. I just saw something on on CNN because they're they're the Communist News Network because they're always seeking to um, offer that damage control that they're so good at. And they were saying something like, "Yeah, well, even though the uh, Antarctic ice is growing, it's really shrinking." Oh, wow, that's interesting. Wow, what kind of logic are you using to figure that? But see, again, they've got to have this narrative. To ultimately come and strip away all of our rights and, and to get us into all these global treaties and, and to have global government. This is going to be the backbone. This is going to be how they're going to want to implement it. And remember, they bring their order out of the chaos they're creating. Their, their, their new world order in this case. And the chaos they're creating is all of this climate climate change that's going to kill us You know, probably five seconds from now if we don't act. And then what does Putin say? Global warming is a fraud. Well, yeah. He's been about the only one lately on a world stage that's actually had any kind of on. I'm not saying he's a great guy. Okay, I'm not saying that. But at least he's 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 actually out there questioning the official narrative. And I think that's what's putting him at odds right now with the New World Order. And we're going to be looking into that next. Um, Antarctica gaining ice. Another report. Uh, 
top French meteorologist who questioned warming is then fired. They just fire you. They cook the books. They fire their enemies. The, this guy um, just saw it yesterday. And in fact, I'm going to, um, I'll put it out on one of my newest uh, emails. He was up there in Canada reporting on all the Fukushima stuff, how it's just a dead zone on the estuaries there, on the Canadian coast. He's documented. I'm talking the guys went out in his kayak for days. The guy's in a wheelchair. Um, but I guess he can get in a kayak or something. And they have documented it over and over, the before and after pictures, just dead zones. Total, everything's dead. The sea life, before, after photos, all this stuff. He's come against them. Well, now they, they've, they've had enough of him. They're, they're going to throw him in jail. They've taken his YouTube videos down, or at least a lot of them. They're suing him. They're all kind of police retaliation. Evidently, uh, up there, if you, especially up in Canada, and I'm sure elsewhere, you know, they're coming. They they smash your car up. They uh, it's it's like really mafioso techniques, and that's that's been one of the big stories this week. How they're coming against this guy and they're trying to raise legal representation for him because he doesn't he's exhausted all of his monetary means the guy the guy's got a backbone like a redwood and he's like i don't care i'm just gonna keep fighting we keep fighting you know they've done this fukushima has done this all the radiation coming over and there's a total media blackout on it you know every every time i, I put out a, a newsletter you know it's got all kind of stuff on this the next one i'm putting out i'll just read you the the headlines um Fukushima nuclear waste being found off U.S. states on the West Coast, detected near shorelines of California, Oregon, and Washington, and Alaska this summer. Well, of course it is. Highest radiation just miles from San Francisco. And I, I went over the reports last week, you know. All of the birds that are dead because they're starving to death because there's no sea life for them to eat. So not only the aquatic animals all dying off, but then there's no, there's no food for the birds, the, 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 the seagulls and the albatross and these types of, of birds. And then TV researcher, uh, researchers say massive decline of fish is throwing off the ecosystem along the California coast. Population has truly collapsed. They're gone virtually everywhere. Whale numbers dropping significantly. Squid disappearing. Mo other major die-off scene. All of this is by design by Satan because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I, 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 the only thing I can say is to pray that God would neutralize that radiation coming out of Fukushima and stop it because God can do it. God can do it. He created the universe. They're defiling his planet. This is his planet. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. So I would encourage my listeners to pray that God neutralize all of the radiation that has ever leaked out of Fukushima. The Bible says I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Isaiah 33 and 32, those are different verses from those chapters. No, there's nothing too hard for God. He says, call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. But I do believe it would take, you know, a, a, a lot of corporate, like coming together in prayer from the body of Christ to pray regarding this particular subject. I mean, all the poor sea creatures are all dying the dolphins, the whales, the fish, the squid, the starfish. They show before and after pictures of the starfish. This guy, his name is uh, Dana. And again, it's Dana arrested for telling truth. I, I wish I could... I just don't have time. It's a 21-minute video. 
Here's the guy's voice. Dana arrested for telling the truth. You can find my videos on Fukushima presentations of Beautiful Girl by Dana on YouTube. What is left of them. Beautiful Girl by Dana on YouTube. Yesterday morning I was in court and I was charged with criminal harassment of nuclear industry PR people. And one of those was from Woods Hole and the other one was from UVic, British Columbia, Canada. So I'm going to get a lawyer first and somewhere in the next few days hopefully we can go that process immediately we got no choice and as soon as I get the lawyer then we can do a press release we can do uh, radio interviews with the lawyer and the lawyer can talk about the case and mention the names but I can't I can't say the names and so there's going to be no comments under my videos from now on just a progressive gag order and, and constantly and constantly putting this guy more and more into a box where he is just silenced because we don't want them to be able to the trolls to come in and spam the names there and then the police will come and get me again. And so right away they take away all of my freedoms, but, but they are the lawyers. They are, they are the people that are destroying everything that we covet. They are the people that refuse to have a conversation and that stopped me from having a conversation under the guise that they're being demonized because they're honest, but they're actually outrageous lawyers and we proved it over and over and over. And... Even a child could prove it at this stage, but the court doesn't do that. And so, not allowed to mention their names. And so what they've done is decriminalize speech. And if you criticize anybody now, they can claim that you're inciting violence against them when it's just an opinion. And so every media personality on the planet now has to be careful of reporting on any humans out there. Because those people can be charged with inciting violence against that person regardless of the fact that they might have created a hideous crime. And so if a murderer creates a hideous crime and people lash out at that murderer, that murderer can do what the nuclear industry done to me yesterday. Arrested and charged with inciting violence. For anybody out there that's ever been demonized in the media, I recommend you go to your police and have them charged with um, demonizing you and causing people to attack you. Now, just because they got a criminal record doesn't mean that we shouldn't do that, right? Yeah? When I got out of jail, I got home, there was four strikes on my account. So I can't live stream. And it's not like this was an accident. It's not like they haven't done this to me before. Remember two months ago, they took down 30 of my videos at the one time? Over 30 of my videos at the one time. Think about that. See, they're desperately trying to silence this guy and anybody like him. And it's all having to do with Fukushima. It's 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 all having to do with that, and if um, uh, I'll go ahead, I'm gonna post the the just so you have it here. I'm gonna post this, um, and it's entitled, or you can key it in in the search box of your of your search thing. You'll find it. Fukushima breaking news. Dana arrested. If you just key in that, you'll find it. Or I'll also put the link in the PDF. Dana arrested for telling the truth, but this guy has done more research. I, I mean, I don't, th I don't know of anybody. I'm looking at his research, and it is like vast, vast, and that is why. See, when you focus in on one thing and you make that your focus and your thrust, or whether it's your ministry, and you really, really, really start hitting hitting a nerve on on that type of stuff, they will really come after you and target you, especially if you have a like a laser point focus like this guy. And um, 
he's got like all these episodes and I don't even know if they're up anymore, but, um, episode two reactor, he does a whole thing on reactor four at Fukushima, then episode three reactor five and six. He's going into the specific reactors, how they're leaking. Um, episode five radioactive fall in Japan, episode six, Japan's radioactive kids, uh, episode seven, Japan now a radioactive wasteland. Episode eight, ra- Japan's radioactive tsunami. Um, you know, all of this is a media blackout over there too in Japan. Basically, they don't care about their own citizens. They don't care about anybody. They want they want this radiation to get out there and and to do as much damage and destroy. This is why you almost look at it and you're like, well, if they were human, why why would they? Wouldn't they care about their own family and their own kids? But what if they're not human? What if it is Genesis 6 all over? And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. What if these people aren't even human? And that's why they have such disdain for humanity that they want it to die. What if maybe their biology doesn't affect them that much? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they like it. I don't know. But this guy has done more research than basically anybody I've ever seen on Fukushima. And it's no wonder that, that they're after him. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to put this, it's going to be under um, the current headlines, how they're, how they're um, uh, all of the, the fraud that they're doing. Noah massively ramps up temperature. I'm going to put it in that and I'm going to highlight it. So if you need to find it, you'll see it highlighted link there. And let's go ahead and go back to the main report though. Um, and it says here, one such critic... Uh, and going again, going. This is the main thing we were talking about with the UN and uh, the climate change thing in Paris. One such critic is Craig Rucker, executive director and co-founder of CFACT. Rucker points out that more than 130 developing nations, led by South Africa and uh, instigated by China in, in, in India, are insisting that they will not sign a climate deal in Paris unless it contains massive redistribution of wealth from the developed to the poor nations. So they want to come in and take all of like the United States wealth and all of the other nations that have a lot of wealth and they want to give it to the ultra poor. Even though they have done nothing, let's say, to earn it. They want to just give it to them. But again, what does Satan want to do? Create this massive disparity between the ultra-elite and the ultra-poor class. And this would go a long way in doing that. Oh, no, you don't have that property anymore. You don't, you don't own that. You don't have those cars. You don't have those assets anymore. They belong to the government now. We're going to redistribute them. And you know what? Those poor people probably aren't going to get a dime anyway. There'll be some dog and pony show showing that, oh, we're, we're redistributing the wealth. It's going to go straight into the coffers of the New World Order. Okay, so it's not going to them anyway. They're not going to make them, they're, they're not going to create this gigantic big middle class that has the ability to fight the New World Order. No, the poor will keep getting poor. And that's what that show that I watched the other night in, about that India thing, and it says the one conclusion that we can draw from looking at this situation is that truly the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. It's not getting better. The despair, Nobody, they don't care. I should say nobody because I'm a Christian would care, but the people that are, in charge of those companies, that countries, they don't, they don't care. They like it. They want it to, to that to happen. So, um, and then it goes on to say, now they want the power to haul the U.S. and its allies before a U.N. star chamber to enforce compliance. So yeah, but who's behind it? South Africa, um, China, and India. 
which have some of the obviously the the, the poorest populations are, are like huge huge large um, classes that are um, extremely poor. I mean, India I just reported on. He also notes that this is not the first time the UN has tried to insert language, creating a global climate court into a UN climate document. It happened in 2011 in a summit in Durban, but was stripped at the last minute when CFACT blew the whistle and some media outlets picked up the story. But this time around, the globalists writing the text have substituted the word tribunal for court and insist the body will be non-judicial. Yeah, right. Uh, they, uh, they sell a thing here. This is from World Net Daily. It says, what you don't hear in the media, get global warming or global, oh, it's called Global Warming or Global Governance, The Truth About Global Warming. It's a DVD they sell. So if you wanted to educate somebody about this issue and they were thinking, oh, yeah, we got to have carbon taxes and all this, well, this would be a good DVD to show them. Uh, anyway, then it says, the slight edit to terminology offers little comfort, Rucker said, cautioning that the World Tribunal could get watered down further if it attracts too much attention. Um, so they want to keep this low key, you know, on the down low here, so so that they can sneak it in like the cockroaches that they are in the cover of night, because that's when cockroaches do their best work under the cover of darkness. And in um, actually, that's an insult to cockroaches everywhere, though. What I just said. Oh, anyway. Um, so yeah. Um, that's how they want to do it. If, and then it goes on to say, if the climate tribunal becomes the focus of public scrutiny, watch for the negotiators to pull a switch behind closed doors and try and accomplish the same thing by rebranding it as an enforcement mechanism. So they're going to try any way they can to railroad, ram this thing through. And then it goes on to say, whatever they call it, countries who sign in onto this agreement will be voting to expand the reach of the UN climate bureaucracy, cede national sovereignty, and create a one-way street along which billions will be redistributed to the, to the developed and poor nations. That will never happen. Never. Just like so much of the aid that's sent over to Africa and other third world countries like that never gets to them. You know, it, it either doesn't happen, they take the money, or it rots on the docks before it can ever get anywhere. That happens a lot. Rucker says developed nations would be expected to slash their emissions while the poor countries expand theirs. Um, <laughs> China, which holds a tr trillions of dollars in the U.S., debt would be counted among the poor. Um, he said China and India are delighted with that prospect. Because would, that would be probably the, the final nail in the coffin of America. They, it would gut us. I mean, if they, if they came in and said, okay, you, we're going to redistribute all this wealth, anybody that's in this income back has these types of assets on paper, we're going we're gonna to take them. That's what I'm saying. The more stuff you got in your name, the bigger target you are. So it's not an enviable... I mean, even the, like the Illuminati and those types of people, one of the main things they've always done, they've never had stuff in their names. They've always formed like you know, LLCs and shell corporations and stuff like that so that none of the assets were actually in their name. So on paper, it looked like they didn't have anything. You know, it's actually wise to do that because the more stuff you got in your name, you're a target. I'm not saying do illegal stuff. I'm just saying that that concept of that. And there's there's um, the guy, J.J. Luna, that wrote the book, uh, How to Be Invisible. He's got LLCs that you can actually buy. Of course, it's not him, but he does... He does um, offer them. He's done it for years. They are reputable. Where they're, um, it's like, basically an LLC that it's not in your name. 
you know, and but it can yet it can own things like property and, and vehicles and things of this nature, and you can do that. So, key in how to be invisible, uh, JJ Luna, and uh, I think it's Canary Islands Press. You, you'll find the website up there, and then there's a there's a tab for LLCs. Click on that. They've got these things called ghost addresses you can have where you can receive mail anonymously. None of this is illegal. You know, it's just wise if you ask me as far as assets go. So it's just something to think about, something to think about. You don't want stuff in your name with the brave new world we're coming into. You're a target. The more stuff you got in your name, the more things that the government knows about, the worse position you're in. You go to buy a firearm at, at, at a wherever, okay, you register that in your name, Okay, well, now you're really on the radar, big time. You can still buy guns privately. In most, I know, in, in almost all states, you can. You know, there's usually, you know, local trade magazines and, and with tons of guns that are, firearms that are for sale. Well, you don't have to get into this whole registration process. You know, I'm just saying. You know, I mean, I know not every place is like that, but that's not illegal. If it was illegal, they couldn't do it. So none of, the, none of what I'm telling you is illegal. It's just wise. Wise as serpent, gentle as doves, like Jesus Christ talked about. Um, so, going further, uh, let's see here. Uh, they would, okay, regarding China and India, they would like nothing better than a world where the West seeds the competitive advantages their free market economies created. Because, see, wherever you have these economies like India and communist economies in China, they're, they're typically very inefficient. They typically put out a very low-quality product. Um, and when you compare that with like the American free market, even though they're doing everything they can do to destroy that, it's still a very, very superior, uh, way of doing business and motivating people. Um, and that's why it says they would like nothing better than the, than a world where the West seeds the competitive advantages their free market economies are created. They hope for a future where Asia does the manufacturing as though they're not doing enough already. I mean, everything we, not everything, but so much of what we get over here anyway um, you know, especially places like Walmart and, and the big, big chain stores is from China, you know, but they want a future where Asia does the manufacturing and the U S and Europe do the importing. So in other words, um, well, and then it says until the run wealth runs out, because if you have that in, environment where you're producing nothing and you're just consuming, well, eventually the wealth's going to run out. Rucker said, president, Obama and John Kerry are desperate to claim the climate treaty as a foreign policy success. Two total vessels of Satan, you know, Kerry and, and Obama. President Obama and Secretary of State Kerry are mired in foreign policy failures. Rucker notes they desperately want to get this agreement signed so they can claim a victory for their legacies. Oh yeah, legacy. Legacy in hell and the lake of fire. The, Obama will be in the lake of fire bragging about his legacy, I'm sure. Um... How far are they willing to sell out American interest to this ill-begotten agreement signed? As far as they could care, they want to destroy this country lock, stock, and barrel. They hate our guts. So they would, whatever it's going to take, those devils. And, and again, this is why they should. we should be praying literally against Obama, Kerry, and all his devil minions and his handlers and the people below him, that their wicked plans and their wicked actions do not prosper, and that God hedges their way up with thorns in the name of Jesus Christ. And any of that ilk that can be saved, I do pray would be saved, but, you know, that's that's between them and God. I, you know, 
These people, uh, I do believe, especially at that level, have had their conscious seal with the hot iron. If they're even human, who knows at this point um, what we've got at the... I mean, they sure the, the way they operate, they don't act like they have any humanity at all in them. They have a total disregard for the human race, a total disdain for the human race. They want us to all die. They want to rip, uh, uh, rob, and steal, and kill, and slowly just annihilate the the uh, middle to lower classes 100 percent, and they're bent on doing that so i wouldn't put anything past them next report is uh oh hold on here um okay next report gop obama circumventing senate in Paris, climate deal talks. Republican senators accused President Obama Tuesday of deliberately circumventing Congress. Remember, this would bypass Congress, this Paris deal. These treaties will always supersede anything like the Congress or the Senate or whatever. Treaties are always going to take preeminence over whatever government that that person is. And that's why they're so dangerous. They've accused President Obama Tuesday of deliberately circumventing Congress in his attempt to reach a broad UN deal on climate change. Senator John Barrasso, chairman of a Foreign Relations Committee subpanel, said at a Tuesday hearing that any deal negotiators reach at the talks in Paris in December needs to go through Senate ratification. Okay, so continuing, it must be submitted to the United States Senate for its advice and consent. The president has made it clear that he doesn't see it that way. Of course, you know, when, when you're the dictator-in-chief, you know, you make up the rules as you go. Um, he says, as as was the case with the Iranian nuclear deal. So he doesn't see anything. He, he has no parameters. He just thinks that he's an absolute total dictator now, and he's acting in that manner, essentially. So um, Barrasso was the only Republican at the hearing. Oh, so wow, our, our Republican representatives or whatever, they're really, really, really um, stepping up to the plate. He's the only Republican at, this, at the hearing, um, which were saying that um, Obama was deliberately circumventing Congress in his attempt to reach a broad UN deal on climate change. So evidently all the other Republicans, uh, representatives, didn't think it was important enough to say anything about this. It just shows you how corrupt and, and how all on the same satanic team they virtually all are. All of the representatives and the senators and the whatever, you know. Because by their fruits you shall know them. Actions speak louder than words. And their actions have absolutely, totally betrayed them over and over. Uh, so Barrasso was the only Republican at the hearing. That's great. That's great. Which was dominated by Democrats who were cheering him on. Obama. Senator Jen, Jim Inhofe, who wanted to have a joint hearing on the talks with the Environment and Public Works Committee, which he chairs, said in a statement that the deal should go through the Senate. President, he says, President Obama and his administrative officials are going out of their way to circumvent the role of the U.S. Senate in the negotiating process. He said Republicans have long accused Obama of working with international leaders to craft a deal that would not require Senate approval, as treaties generally do under the Constitution. Absolutely, that's why they want to do it. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and play this short video. Yes, again, that was Alex Jones destroying the pumpkins that the EPA says we need to be afraid, very afraid of. Now, you need to understand what you really need to be afraid of. You need to not be afraid of pumpkins, but you do need to be afraid of a global Supreme Court. That's one of the things that appears to be coming out of the 
imminent UN climate summit in Paris. Now, remember that it was about six years ago uh, where they had a conference in, in uh, Copenhagen that failed to lock down any significant agreements, as they point out. They say that five days of negotiation... And, and again, I'm not, I'm not um, here endorsing Alex Jones, but this is a confirming report regarding what we just went over. That's, that's all I'm trying to do is give another perspective on this, the information that's already widely available. ...and Bond last week underscored deep divisions, including disagreements over who should pay for renewable energy sources, and listen to this, who should be tasked with making sure that countries uphold their green pledges. So, see, there has to be a transference of wealth, and there has to be an enforcement mechanism, and it has to be global. This is about global governance. It is about crony capitalism, but it is also about setting up global governance. This article from New American breaks this down. They say, the official draft of the climate treaty for the soon-to-start UN Climate Summit in Paris proposes to establish a global Supreme Court that would rule on issues like climate justice, climate finance, technology transfers, and climate debt. And we're going to break that down when we come back for you. Alex will be joining us in the second hour. He wants to particularly come in and talk about what's going on with this Russian airliner that was uh, presumably shot out of the sky or blown out of the sky over Egypt. Uh, what's behind that? Alex is going to be with us breaking that down in the second hour. We just played a uh, satire piece that he and uh, Buckley did with uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, not the group, but the, the idea that the EPA is trying to sell us that Methane gas from decaying pumpkins is threatening the climate of everyone. I, I don't think that's the case. And quite frankly, though, they're going to be making the case for global governance, for a massive transfer of wealth and power coming up in just about a month. And again, they <clears throat> failed when they tried to do this in Copenhagen back in 2009. Now, six years later, this is what the push is about. And, of course, that's the reason why the Pope came here, was to push for this. He met with the president, he met with the Congress, he addressed and kept putting as the number one priority climate change. And now we have global bishops calling for complete decarbonization by 2050, trying to build the hysteria for this coming... So you can see that particularly the Catholic Church, and, and I'm, I'm sure that a, lot, a large percentage of the uh, corporate, I guess you would say Protestant denominations elsewhere are also getting in lockstep with the catholic church on this and again when you have it when you have all this coming from you from the government from the lamestream brainwashing mass media um whether it be on radio print television internet then you also have it coming from um your church that let's say you're a catholic or you go to your standard 501c3 corporate church wherever um, and you have it coming from the pulpit, you know, you're, you're going to be convinced, uh, there, there's going to be very, very few people that are going to be dissenters on this unless a lot of people get woke up to what the truth is about this and get educated uh, about what's actually going on here because you're not going to get it most likely in your church and you sure aren't going to get it from the mainstream media. Um, so unfortunately, that's the, the situation we find ourselves in. Conference in Paris, it'll be November 30th, to December the 11th. Now, New American has broken this down. On page 19 of the 34-page document is a call for establishing an international tribunal of climate justice. Remember the previous article that I read to you from AFP was saying, well, 
we have a question. Who's going to be tasked with making the countries comply? Well, here's your answer. It's going to be a tribunal of climate justice hereby established to address cases of non-compliance. There you go. And that's going to involve essentially a global Supreme Court that will rule on issues like climate justice, climate finance, technology transfers, climate debt, climate debt. How are they going to indebt you? Well, here's how that's going to work out. What's up with that, or what's up with that, is the uh, a, a climate blog. They point this out. They say it's getting even difficult for economically illiterate leaders to swallow this. They say they're starting to balk at the prospect of borrowing money from China, right? Because they're the ones who are financing most of what we're doing. We're selling most of our T-bills to China. So anything that the federal government is going to do and spend massive amounts of money, massive amounts of new money that they're going to spend on this, it's going to be financed by China because they're the ones who are buying our debt from the Federal Reserve. So we're going to borrow this money from China. Then we can gift the principal that, they, that we just borrowed back to China as a climate development assistance. Then repay that loan back to China a second time with interest. You see how it works? See how they take us down very quickly? Because not only are they going to make us borrow the money twice and pay China twice with interest on this, China gets the factories and we get the shaft. Basically, we get the debt. We get the jobs closed down. We get high electricity rates because this is going to be dictated from a position of global governance. Now, they're pointing out this is an organization, uh, CFACT, CFACT, Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow. They said on October 23rd, over 130 developing nations led by South Africa and instigated by China and India are insisting that they will not sign a climate agreement in Paris unless it contains massive redistribution of wealth from developed to poor countries. Now they want the power to haul the U.S. and its allies before a U.N. star chamber to enforce compliance. That's precisely what this is all about. There'll be a star chamber to enforce compliance. There'll be a massive transfer of wealth. We'll be borrowing money from China and then giving uh, more, more economic credits to China and then paying them twice for this loan. Interestingly enough, Vladimir Putin is not having any of this. He's come out and said there is no global warming that this is a fraud to restrain the industrial development of several countries, including Russia. Yeah, it's a fraud that's being perpetrated against us, but also being perpetrated against uh, many countries, where Russia is one of them. But, of course, our leaders are part of that fraud that's being perpetrated. They're in on it. Look at this revelation. You think you believe in man-made global warming. You think that the gas from pumpkins, you think that the air that we breathe out that is used by all plants, they breathe in carbon dioxide, you know, and then they turn out oxygen. That's kind of the way that it works, really. Folks, look it up. But you think that that's the problem. You think that it's man-made, the global, if you think that there's climate change, you think that it is man-made. And of course, they won't even say global warming anymore. They just want to say climate change because they're not sure if it's getting colder or warmer. When this all started with the first Earth Day back in 1970, we were told that we were headed for a news ice age. Now we're told that we're all going to burn, okay? But look at what NASA is saying. This is some new information here. This is coming from Epic Times, and NASA says actually the Antarctic is gaining ice, gaining ice. They say we're looking at this, and we're seeing record amounts of ice that are being shed, that are breaking off in the Antarctic. But if you look at the overall picture, you find that that record 
breaking of ice that's coming out of there is because we have a record increase in ice. And so what NASA is saying now is that the net increase, that there is a net increase. So even though we're seeing a large amount of ice coming out, that there's even more that is being made. According to a new analysis of satellite data, the Antarctic ice sheet showed a net gain of 112 billion tons of ice a year from 1992 to 2001. This is NASA speaking. NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. Uh, Jay Zwally, a glaciologist with NASA. It says that net gain slowed to 82 billion tons of ice per year between 2003 and 2008, but it's still increasing. They say we're essentially in agreement with other studies that show an increase in ice discharge in the Antarctica. He says our main agreement is for East and uh, disagreement is for East Antarctica and the interior of West Antarctica. There we see an ice gain that exceeds the losses in the other areas. Do you understand that? Again, going back to what I just said, they're seeing an increase in discharge, but overall they're seeing a net gain in ice, and that's when they're looking at it from satellite pictures. Well, there's a lot of things to be afraid of, and we have to sort out what we're going to be afraid of. Quite frankly, I'm a lot more concerned about a U.N. governance, a climate court, a star chamber that is going to enforce whatever Obama is going to unilaterally decide at the end of this month and the beginning of next month. This is only about a month away. What they've been building for for six years, this is coming to a climax. With the Pope coming here, with everyone going to Paris for this climate summit change, we need to be very afraid of what is going to come out of this. Okay, so um, that was just a different perspective on, on what we had just covered there. Now, it looks like, yeah, the next, the next report I'm going to get into here, I can't do it with the little amount of time we have left. So I'm going to go ahead and end part two here, and we will go to part three. God bless you.